1: Okay, joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is Karen Garigian of the Boston Herald, one of the the authors of this great piece in today's Boston Herald and on bostonherald.com with Andrew Callahan about the most dysfunctional season under Bill Belichick. Karen, thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you on. Just reading through this story, it's something that I think a lot of us were aware that was happening as the season went along, but I got to ask you reporting it, how much of this was new information to you and getting the right quotes for it? How much of it was stuff that you had seen kind of develop throughout the season?
2: Well, hello everyone. And first of all, um, Mego, thanks for being my PR director. I appreciate that. (laughs) And all of you, uh, the kind words are appreciated. um, But for the story at hand, I think um, Andrew and I basically knew what we saw, knew what everybody saw watching the team from training camp on. You know, but we we wanted to kind of, you know, fill in some missing pieces or try and get a perspective under the hood, so to speak. And it got more and more interesting as we dove into it and the more people we talk to about it. And for an organization that has been historically buttoned up, um, just having so many kind of want to share and and have other people understand what it was really like was very interesting.
0: So that's what I wanted to ask you. Did you feel like... Um, the the people you talk to, different people, maybe even sort of the organization as a whole, needed to vent, needed to maybe release all of this to move on. Was this like a cleanse, maybe, for some of the people you talked to?
2: Well, partially, yeah. Um, it it, it seemed like that, and a venting—that's a good word for it. But you know, as as we went along, too, you know, when when people are talking about credibility and unnamed sources and so on and so forth. I'll say two things about that. Number one, you know, we left it as a source because the the closer you identify, if we said, Oh, this is a player source or a coach source, or, you know, that kind of narrows the field down to who it might be. So, you know, First and foremost, you're trying to protect the people who are talking to you. So that's number one. Number two, um, the way Andrew and I went about it and why we collaborated was, you know, okay, I heard this from so-and-so. You know, can't just go with what so-and-so said. you got to kind of back it up and see if you can kind of corroborate uh you know with other people so you know we were basically connecting dots all around trying to see if the same message came across from every person that we spoke with and basically the result is what you have all the all the dots we were na- able to connect and corroborate
3: karen obviously what gets painted is a picture of poor communication bad ideas and dysfunction, but was it actually worse even than you and Andrew felt comfortable reporting on, or is this really the full extent of how unhappy players and coaches were this season?
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> there were some things and stories and things we were told that, um, we pro- we some things we weren't able to report because it would probably be easy to identify where it came from.
1: Right.
2: So, so yeah. you know, some of those things didn't make it in. Um, but I think, I think, you know, there, were, there was, you know, I think everyone put their best foot forward to start, even though it made no sense, even to the people involved. Uh, how they were going about, A, changing the, changing an offense that had worked for so many years, number one, and number two, having two coaches who had never coached offense teaching that offense. But, you know, everyone everyone tried. They gave it the college try, but it became apparent right away that it just wasn't going to work, although they kept trying and they kept trying, and what wound up happening is, you know, there was at least a half dozen or so players who were, who had either played in the Shanahan style offense or McVay offense. And, you know, just having them question or say, well, well what about this? My experience is this. All of those things caused issues and distrust and, you know, pushback, and and so you know it just kind of snowballed as it all went along.
1: So, and we're
2: talking to Karen Green
1: from the Boston Herald, one of the authors of today's uh, bombshell story uh, about the most dysfunctional season under Bill Belichick. She and Andrew Callahan of the Patriots beat there. Uh, you speak about that, uh, some of the questioning and you know, not understanding how they were trying to put in this system that they weren't really equipped to coach. In the sources that you spoke to who are returning next year, how optimistic, excited are they to be, you know, involved with, coaching with, or playing under Bill Belichick again next year?
2: Well, I think think that the the players, you know, still – believe in coach Belichick but there it, it I think it was a surprise to all involved that he would go down this alley and again that he that he kind of underestimated the situation or that he stuck by his claim of well a good coach can on defense can coach offense you know that there's like no distinction. He underestimated what it went into to be a play caller, to teach offense. And <clears throat> and it all, it just backfired and blew up in his face. And, you know, they were late to, you know, adjust and adapt. And, and again, and it was hard, it, you know, it was just a, a bad situation for both the coaches and and the players to have to deal with,
0: so I know you had the quote in there uh, Mac didn't like him at all. Um, did this become personal in in different directions from coach to player player to coach, and do you think some of those relationships are irreparably
2: damaged um well, I think I think there might have to be some fence-mending, and, and I think <laughs> Bill O'Brien is going to probably be uh, a big part of that, instrumental in that. I mean, I, there's so many things now that Bill O'Brien is going to have to do, and one is to kind of recapture and regain the trust of the players, but just the fact that he is well-established, As a as an offensive play caller and offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, obviously he has the credentials, whereas the other two didn't. So uh, you know that will help. But I mean, a lot. Mac was broken basically (laughs) Mm -hmm. during the year, and and he's going to have to repair him, repair his confidence, Um, and I think he's going to have to kind of patch a relationship between uh, Mac and Coach Belichick because it it seemed pretty obvious to us during the year that Coach Belichick wasn't exactly pleased with Mac and how he was handling the situation.
3: And, of course, he has to realize that he brought a lot of that about himself, and now you've got a lot of people ruining the mistakes they made and feeling badly for each other. I'm just curious – we were talking earlier when we spoke with Tom Curran, the idea that now some people are coming across, I won't say villainously, but as if they made big mistakes and were bad guys or perpetrators. And some seem sympathetic. Did you feel sympathetic towards any of the people involved in the story, Karen? Uh, or have you covered football too long that sympathy isn't a factor? <laughs> <any>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, it's not quite not the word I would use. It, I mean, I was just interested you know i was yeah. I was curious, I was interested uh, and it not only reinforced like what we were watching but it went beyond that. you know the scope of it went beyond you know how it played out, but I will say I do think you know going forward and part of this Andrew and I really wanted to be forward looking with bill O'Brien coming in is that <clears throat> You know, it allows not only the organization, but the players and specifically the players on offense to kind of turn the turn the page, flip the script, start fresh and move past what happened. Do you know what I'm saying? Just kind of a wasted year for for all of them, pretty much. So I I think I, I think it's a good perspective for them to have. Whereas if, you know, I don't know, if Matt Patricia came back or who knows what Bill Belichick would have cooked up, um, it might have been harder for them to move forward. But with a guy like Bill O'Brien, I think it's going to be easier for them to just, it's almost like, you know, the saying how they use a bad game, you, you bury the ball. Well, mm-hmm. they get to bury the year and move <laughs> forward. Bury you know, the season bury the year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, yeah. Karen Grierian, uh, Patriots columnist with the Boston Herald, one of the authors of Inside the Most Dysfunctional Patriots Season Under Bill Belichick with Andrew Callahan. You can catch that in the Boston Herald and at bostonherald dot com. Karen, such a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to call in here.
2: Anytime, Mego. All right. Thanks, thanks Karen. Thanks.